Dear Talkspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Good hello, Talkspace. How are we all going? Oh, yep, I hear it. We're all doing great. That's good. The uni semester's almost over. Uh, but we have a very special episode of the podcast today. We are joined by a very, very special guest, friend of the Normal Talker Space yeah. show. It's Elle. Woo. Hello. Hi, everyone. How are you going? I am so fabulous this morning. It, like, look, I'm really, I woke up right at the end of my REM cycle. Ah. Oh. So Isn't I'm, that wonderful I'm when you do that? I'm feeling so refreshed. It's, yeah. When you wake up and you're like, yes, I'm mm-hmm. ready for this day. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. You've got Elle and Ella on the podcast today. <gasps> what what better um, combo could you yes. want? It's your first time on the show. Yeah. How exciting. So um, first of all, I would like to mm-hmm. ask you about your uni experience because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing we do here. So tell us, what's your story? Yeah. So I have a pretty, like, I like to call it unconventional uni experience because I am an acting student which is like it is very different to most degrees you have like a really small cohort so everyone knows everyone and everyone is you know it's I I say it's a little bit incesty Mm -hmm. um lots of drama which is always interesting but yeah it's basically like I describe it as like the, the most most of the things we do is just like standing in a room, like pretending to be a frog. What 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 other yeah. things would you want to be doing at I uni? <laughs> I I dead set did an assessment this semester where I was graded on like how well I could be an animal. Okay, what animal did you choose? Well, we we had to choose like an opposite animal and then okay. an animal that's similar to us. Oh, so my similar animal was a peacock because mm. why not? Yeah. Um, and my opposite animal was a frog, and okay. I played the shit out of that frog wow congrats yeah thank you <laughs> did you get your marks back <laughs> yeah <laughs> did, and did you actually i got an hd well for, done for my frog. <laughs> thank you that is something that you will carry with you for yeah, the rest of your life it really I hope you is know that. <laughs> no but like yeah uni experience is really bizarre like it's it like theater people mm-hmm. uh like everyone is just a little bit like strange Okay. So in their own unconventional yeah, ways, though, there's right? There's always interesting things going on. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing that I missed with my degree is having a small cohort mm-hmm. of like people that you kind of went through the uni experience with yeah. and knew and kind of got to know a little bit. I didn't know anyone who were in like consistent classes yeah. of mine. So that seems like it's going to no. be fun for you. I'm very lucky that I have that because I I don't think I would be very doing very well if I was in a big cohort. I like to. I have a thing about, like, knowing everyone when mm-hmm. I'm in a space. I don't like to walk into, like, anywhere where I, like, don't so just know around. Because I'm a little bit, like, oh, my God. What? Like, I have no one to... No one here knows how interesting I am. I have no one to speak <sighs> to. No. I Like, I, I really do love it. It's it's wild, um, but it's super fun. Yeah. And you finished your first year now? Yes. Yep. You finished oh all your God. assessment pieces? Yeah, I finished... Um, probably like a month ago now. Oh, which great. Which is really nice. No exams? No exams. Because mm. I guess like our version of an exam is just a performance. Yeah. Um, but I I actually, controversially, I, hot take, prefer exams over what? assessments. 
I mean, I totally understand. And I think yeah. I had I had exams in like maybe my second out of mm. my fifth year. Like maybe I had six exams and I did them in my second and my third year. Yeah. And after them, I would say the same thing because you would study for like you just cram for two days yeah. and you do the exam and it's over. Yeah. Whereas yeah. assessment pieces, you've got them like for like week six weeks yeah. and then it takes you forever to do yeah. them. And then it's not just like a two hour thing. It's just yeah. in and done. Yeah. I, oh my, like this, I, I mean, the the phrase fours open doors has really hit home for me. Ooh, this, P's get degrees. Like, literally, this, because this semester I've been insanely busy with like other stuff that's not uni. So, uh-huh. you know, sometimes like you're really busy, brain starts getting a bit foggy, like doesn't work properly. And I'll just like miss little things. Mm. I had maybe really lucky I would only ever be able to get away with this like in the small cohort that I have because professors actually like pay attention to the like, people to the people I was late on like three like three essays <gasps> this semester oh, no. um just like had finished them all by the time the due date rolled around but just like forgot to hit that pretty little submit oh, no. button on turn it in so d- what happened like nothing oh you just submitted it and yeah. it was fine but they're like all really bad because i i love writing i'm a writer i love to write like creative essays and stuff i cannot do academic mm. essays i'm like what do you mean you don't want to hear my opinion <laughs> like come on i'm so like, i don't want to take a step back and look at it yeah. from the outside <laughs> like don't make me cite my sources my source is trust me yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah. Oh, that that's good because I I feel the same. Like I hate writing stuff, so I leave assessment yeah. pieces to the last minute. Yeah, just because I don't I don't love writing academically. I had a group assignment this semester where we had to do like a twenty five hundred word article and then a three minute video. And mm. one of my group members was like, "Who is um, confident in their academic writing?" And I like thought to myself, I was like. Yeah, like I can do it, but I don't want to. And she was like, so I'm pretty confident with my academic writing. I don't want to do the video though. I don't want to do like the little presentation. And I was like, okay, yeah. here's my time to shine. Yeah. I can do the three minute video. Let's go. I'm mm-hmm. just not going to write anything. And they were like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like you oh take my- that. And I was like, okay, please. I yeah. will. <laughs> Any writing I can get out of, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really a win. Um, I'd yes. say for my last semester. So you've got two years to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. <laughs> see your face yeah. kind of drop there. Like I, I really do enjoy my degree, but the like, it I, and it's been a really important like way for me to sort of get into like my industry and stuff. But I'm at kind of a place where I'm like I actually don't really need this degree to like have a career because mm. I'm sort of like I love acting obviously like that's why I'm studying it but I I, I don't think I'm gonna be an actor like mm. I more so am into like performance making and like producing directing that kind of thing yeah and I've like had all these fabulous opportunities this year and I'm just kind of like just here for, here for the vibes here for the fun times yeah why not yeah yeah here to get together every Every day for the next two years. Yeah, and be a frog. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, so you say that you've got other things going on. 
Do you want to maybe indulge oh my God. us? Oh, please, I will. So, um, in June or August, I don't know. Time doesn't. Time yeah. is a construct. Middle of the year. Yeah. Time. I launched my theater company. Woo-hoo. So it's called Theater Punk Co. Um, basically, we are like a collective of emerging artists in Brisbane, um, making performance art and like heightened sort of theater. Um, that has like a political message. Yeah, we yeah. love we love politics. Um, yeah. So basically, I started the company with my show Homily, which mm-hmm. is a drag show about growing up queer in a Catholic school. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just performed it with Tits Akimbo. Shout out at Sexfest. Yes. Which was like this full festival of like performance art music all centered around like sex cool it was so much fun so shout out to them but yeah and so we do like like I said like performance art so a lot of drag um and then like heightened work so absurdism Mm -hmm. uh what else are we doing a bit of like dramas Dramas. melodramas if you will um and then also like heightened classics so I love Greek theatre. I was a Greek mythology kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do a lot of, like, adaptations of classic theatre and sort of, like, taking it and putting a real modern, like, queer feminist spin on it. That seems cool. It it, it is. (laughs) So we launched our, like, 2023 season last week or maybe this – no, last week. Uh, It's Friday. No, Monday. Monday. <laughs> I know, Friday feels like the, the yeah. next week. Again, yeah. time is a construct. Totally. Um, and our first show of the season is a show called Lysistrata, which okay. is, it's so... Sounds it's like a fun meal that you'd get at a fancy restaurant. Lysistrata. Yeah. Like a little Greek little Greek meal. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's an ancient, like, Greek play, mm-hmm. basically about these women in Athens who want to bring their husbands home from the war. Mm-hmm. And so they all get together and decide that they're going to stop having sex with their husbands to bring them home. And they, like, take over the city's Acropolis and, like, keep guard of all the money until the men come home from war. Um, and it works. And it's the, the show sort of just, like, follows their experience trying to do that. And so I've written an adaptation of it that's super, like, it's very, very Gen Z. Like they, mm-hmm. you know, they have their smartphones and they of wear like they do. colorful clothes. It's yeah, um, super fun. And it's sort of we're we're like doing a spin on the like classic staging of it as well. So it's an outdoor show, no tech, <gasps> like no lighting, anything. It's just like the performers on stage with a really like sick design, if I do say so myself, yeah. because I designed it. Um, um like right basically just having a blast and being women it's it's a lot of fun women yeah yes uh well that sounds really great and i'd love to come see it where will we be able to see these the the venues are still kind of up in the air because unfortunately in brisbane there are not a lot of theater venues that are like really accessible to emerging Mm. artists either because of money yeah because oh my, like i'm going to rag on the Brisbane City Council real quick have you ever been to the Roma Street 
Parkland's Amphitheatre. Yes. Yeah. So I was looking at hiring that. Uh-huh. $2,000 a day. A day. That's literally just for venue hire. And most of the time it's not even used, exactly. right? And like it's just sitting like, there. That's why it... I, I've always wondered why more people don't do stuff there. And it's because it's so, so expensive. expensive. Wow. Yeah. I had a friend, well, she's still my friend, but she was in A Midsummer Night's Dream with Love. for her friend's theatre company. Yeah. And they did like a, a gender reversal thing, which was really, really Slay. cool. Yeah. And they did their show like... In the Sunshine Coast hinterlands. And it was so Love beautiful. Yeah. But to think like that's where the most accessible spot yeah. is potentially yeah. is just like crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. And that's like another thing that I really am interested in focusing on with my company is like making art and making theatre more accessible to people. So we theatre is just, just like, so great. And lots of people yes. don't realise how great mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, that is so true. Um. And it's like even for artists who work in theatre, it can be so difficult just to like get a foot in the door. I mean, like it's the same for any sort of creative industry and like a lot of um, like creative industries adjacent yeah. paths like journalism and all that. Like it's it's so difficult to get a foot in the door. And I like I, I have general auditions for the company that we've just had. Like, and I have, like, open rehearsal rooms for people to come in and, and observe because I'm, like, if I can give anybody else the opportunity to, like, just be in the rehearsal space and learning and working, then that's, like, something that I'm so keen on doing. Yeah, and that's fantastic because there need to be people like that. Yeah. So that the arts industry can keep growing. There's so much gatekeeping, mm. so much gatekeeping in theatre because I think people have this, like, complex that like I suffered so you should suffer too yeah. and I'm like nah let's just have fun yeah. come on guys <laughs> have fun. stop it yeah. do you do lots of work with the um the kids from your uni degree yes yeah we I sort of have my like my girls they're my some of my like best friends who I like get to be my actors and you know direct things and yeah it's great like Another really great thing about the sort of the way the degree is structured at QUT is that we have a lot of interaction with people who study drama, Mm. which is like two different degrees. A lot of people don't understand the difference. But um, so I've found like so many fabulous writers, directors through just like hanging out, meeting people in Z9. Are you... Uh, Yeah, Z9 was the place to be. Z9. One of my friends has like a Z9 tattoo. Oh, stop. She literally just has Z9. That's hilarious. I have dreams about the water taps from Z9, (gasps) the hot and the cold. Yes. Oh, my God. I was literally thinking about it the other day. I was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, I wish I could fill my water bottle up right now. Yeah. (laughs) So, so spicy. But it must be um, great just having like a place that QUT has kind of provided for all of these creative people to hang out so that if you're after something, you'll probably find a person who can help you there. Yeah, and everyone, like, level three is my my little... That was my jam. Yeah, my Level one and two, they're for the ballets. Yeah, they're scary. And then upstairs, like, four is mostly, like... And then four and five are, like, tech prod Mm. and music people, and they're a little bit scary. Yeah. But level three is just, like... The vibes. Yeah. I studied entertainment industry. Yeah. So that's where I had all my classes. Yes. Level three. So good. Nice and everyone is just like so funky. I, yeah. Oh my God. 
One of my favorite so experiences from, from a class in Z9 was my teacher just like walked into class, my tutor, sorry. <laughs> uh, my tutor walked into class and she just said, mm, guys, I'm not feeling it today. Let's go sit outside. So we just went downstairs. Yeah. We made a little circle. It was the best. Love it. Yes. My voice teacher, mm-hmm. shout out Roz. She is my angel, my heart. Um, <laughs> I love her endlessly. So yeah, she'll, she used to do that. She'd be like, everyone leave your shoes in the studio we're going outside to do a voice warm-up and it was just like oh everyone would walk past looking at us so weirdly because it's just like a group of people outside making noise yeah with no shoes on yeah and (laughs) it's really culty looking but like i love touching grass (laughs) i love being outside yeah and just like the energy the vibes yeah the oxygen it's so it's lovely. All there. Yeah. So what more could you <laughs> ask for? Yeah, well, the, uh, that's great that you use the people from your degree because yeah. I'm sure they're also looking for work. Yeah. So you giving them the opportunity to have work experience and to, like, I don't know, practice their stuff. Yes. Is awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. very exciting. And you don't see many people, like, straight – you're straight out of school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't see many people straight out of school just jumping straight into it and being like, yeah. I am going to do something. I'm not going to wait. Yeah. I'm just going to do it right now and then yeah. it'll grow with me. My, like, Leo heart, I'm mm. way too impatient. I'm like, what, I'm not going to wait until I've graduated to start a company. Why don't I just do, do it, it now? now? Yeah. And I think people – a lot of people are scared of, like, not getting it right or – Totally. They, they don't, they're afraid of putting their work out there because it's not, they think, oh, it's not perfect yet. I'm not like good enough yet. I'm not experienced yet. And it's like the, I found the only way to improve is to like, and it's, it's really scary, but just to like shove yourself out into the spotlight, I guess. Yeah. And do shit because that's like the only way that you're going to learn how to improve. And like, yeah, I've, I've put on really bad shows I've been in bad shows but I have learnt so much you gotta have the bads yeah. to have the goods right? absolutely like my advice to any especially like creative industries person is just start getting your work out there even if you think it's a bit shit because that's like seriously the only way you learn how to make like semi good stuff yeah I think I suffered from that in my uni experience mm-hmm. as well just going into it I was like I well they will teach me how to mm. do all that and they I will learn all these great new schools skills at university and they I'll come out the end of it with like a whole new repertoire of knowledge yeah. and skills and I just I don't have that and I really regret not trying something and sticking with it mm. and like even I don't know how to use photoshop and you'd think oh after God, five years of university in a like a creative industries mm. uh, degree that they would teach you how to use Photoshop, Photoshop. Yeah. or that they would like make it accessible so that you could try it or like encourage yeah. you to go and learn how to use it. Because yeah. so many graphic design jobs, which is a big part of the creative industries mm. as well, use Photoshop yeah. or a lot of jobs that I'm looking at at the moment require you to know how to use yeah. a the Adobe package yeah, and I just have to be like okay I can I'll, I'm trying to learn now mm-hmm. because I'm it might be required for yeah. a job that I need but it's just why didn't I spend my five years of learning time mm. actually contributing yeah to, to tangible skills it is like so scary to try like because I, I think and a lot especially in acting 
um, a lot of people have this conception that once you get into acting school, because, you know, not to toot my own horn, but it is, like, quite hard Mm -hmm. to get into acting schools. Um, People truly believe you get in and your career is set. Like, they think they see really successful people who, like, say, I don't know, Dacre Montgomery, the Stranger yeah. Things guy, he went to, not my acting school, but... He went to Whopper, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he went to Whopper. Um, and, like, pe- people see actors like that and think, like, oh, he must have just gone through acting school, gotten an agent, and landed that job. Yeah. But you you have to put in the work. Totally. Like, I was, like... Because I moved to Brisbane at the beginning of the year and I was like, damn, nobody knows who I am. And I don't want to graduate and just be sort of like thrust out into this industry and have nobody know me. Because like the way, especially, oh my God, I feel like it's just a universal rule, but especially in theatre, the only way you get jobs and like the the easiest way to get jobs is by knowing people. Totally. And like, that's the same for my um, yeah. entertainment industries degree is networking. Yeah. I wasn't told I wasn't taught anything more than the importance of networking. Mm-hmm. Like every single class network. Yeah. 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 It's like and networking is scary. I'm not a big I don't really like networking. Um because I can, I find it's like so impersonal sometimes. It is. Like so I was, is, yeah. Um, this is what I do. If you ever need anyone, I'm, I'm around. Yeah. Follow me on LinkedIn. No, like, and I had a conversation with someone last night. So it was, I was at like a networking event last night, but we were talking about like the sort of how like weird networking is. And he was saying, you know, people have that moment where they're talking to you and they just start like looking over your shoulder. Like yes. looking for someone else. Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh. Okay, you've just connected now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't... It's it's so strange. It's like, you don't care about me. You care about, like, what I can offer to you. Yeah. And, it, yeah, networking. Like, this this little world is so bizarre. I know. We're just on a rock, yeah. aren't we? We really <laughs> are. It's a rock in space. Yeah. <laughs> I had another question, but I forgot it oh yeah it was the back on that like daker mm-hmm. situation i know a lot of people also think like have this stigma around acting that you don't actually need the degree to be an actor mm. what is your take on that i i think for film you don't need like to go to acting school to be successful in film i think it's they're like two very well i'm talking about like theater versus film yeah because I'm, I'm don't have a lot of interest in film. I'm even though like QUT is like the acting course is very big. Honestly, on that was film. the same with my entertainment industries yeah. degree. Entertainment industries is huge. There are so mm. many different industries within that like yeah. major umbrella industry. The only thing I was ever taught about TV and film. Yeah, I just like I just don't have a lot of interest in it. I'm a very I call myself like an analog person. I don't mm-hmm. really like technology. I I just like to sort of exist in wherever I am and I found because I've done like film roles in the past it's just very it's very difficult for me to like feel creative and Mm -hmm. to feel like I am yeah being authentic and like having fun on film sets like I've I've had heaps of fun on film sets before but like uh there's there's a sort of like magic that you don't get on film that you that I have experienced like in theatre but like most main stage theater companies 
um, won't see you for an audition, won't consider you for any roles unless you have a degree. Wow. And it's I think like for theatre especially, it's really important to go to acting school um, because like you just... I guess like the techniques and Yeah, stuff. there's a lot of like technical things with like voice and sort of movement that you have to learn mm. that are not so like artistic, more like technical sort yeah. of skills um, that you like need to have to be in theatre. And yeah, like you look through any sort of like cast list for um, shows at like the big state theatre companies and stuff and like everyone's been to university. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Which is also a whole, like, really classist and ableist, like, construct yeah. in itself. The whole, like, bat- like BFA um, sort of system is so cooked because it, it locks out um, so many, like, a, a lot of programs will tell you straight up, like, if you can't fulfill the physical requirements oh. of being, of, like, being involved in this course, they just won't see you for an audition or you won't be considered. Wow. Like, I have a couple of disabled actor friends who really want to audition for acting schools, but, like, have just been told, like, it's it's not right for them. Oh, um, which that's is just so yeah. disheartening. Absolutely. It and then be better by now, right? Yeah. And it's like it's definitely changing and my it's it's the same thing with um it's it's a big financial commitment, like despite sort of hex and all the like things you can get, uh like you can't sustain a job, like a, a really stable yeah. job while being in an acting course. Um and so if, if you can't like financially support yourself, you just can't do it. And wow. it's like it like it's definitely changing and my sort of the head of my acting course Andrea Moore the lord and savior um she i think like there's a lot of people who are working to make change but it's just like not happening fast enough and it's really like i am incredibly lucky to be as privileged as i am that i'm able to go and do it yeah. but there's so many groups of actors who like are locked out of the industry because like the theatre industry in particular, because they just can't go to an acting school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's great that you're jumping in and trying to make change already yeah. as well with your company. I hope and I it, can. It would be hard coming in as like a first year, especially like with all your peers, I'm sure, all being like, yes, we want to make some change. But really, you're just such a small fish in such a big pond yeah. at this point. Um, but like, congrats. You're doing so Thank well. You. Thank you. I'm very, 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 very excited to see yes. where you take your company. Yeah. And, like, if you ever have some shows around, I will be there. Woo-hoo. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so next on the podcast, mm-hmm. what we usually do is we, well, we, I'm saying the collective <laughs> we as I, um, I like to ask my guests three questions, mm-hmm. um, which I prepped you with earlier. Yes. So I hope that you've yes. got your answers yeah. locked and loaded and mm-hmm. ready to go. The first one is, what is your um, top song in rotation mm-hmm. at the moment? Mm-hmm. So... I, whenever I have, like, um, I, I, like, my, my Spotify and, like, my playlists are always a reflection of my mental health. Mm-hmm. So whenever I need, like, a good serotonin boost, yeah, I just listen to the most, like, heinous musical theatre songs. Oh. So my top song on Spotify right now is, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It's okay. Is Be- Safe Space. <laughs> Beauty School Dropout oh. from Grease. <laughs> But that's such a great song. It Is it? Like, Which version? It's the, the one original? from the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, because 
oh my it just reminds me of being in high school because i was in a production of greece when i was in high school and oh. it just i feel like it, it that's such a um quintessential experience for any theater kid doing yep. a production of greece in high school um and it just makes like that song just makes me feel happy yeah yeah <laughs> it's not the um the glee version oh my <laughs> no <laughs> traumatized um all right this next question mm-hmm. What was your favourite place mm-hmm. to study at university? Or what is your favourite place to study? Look, it, it used to be the Menagerie, the cafe, mm-hmm. um, uh, because they had, like, the best vegan banana bread. But then, like, I don't know, the, like, I really like their food, but the the staff there just give me, like, oh, no. we are way too cool for you oh. vibes. And it <laughs> makes, that me, ruins makes it. me sad. But um, oh, where, what is my favourite study spot? I don't do a lot of studying. Um, or like practicing. Mm, if you're ever rehearsing. God, just level threes at night. Yeah. It's the vibes. It's it's hard to get any work done though because I'm like very extroverted. And mm. so I... If there's people around. Yeah, if, if there's someone, if I'm trying to study and there's like an acquaintance that I've spoke to once in my life, I will not do anything and go and speak to them for three hours instead. Yeah. I mean networking exactly <laughs> really you're yeah. just helping yourself there. yeah yeah all right so last question mm-hmm. is top study tip for mm-hmm. university studying man just do it yeah is my like my advice i feel like people overcomplicate the the situation and say like like people i i get sometimes like scientific methods and things work for people mm. but it's like man just do it. Yeah. I think people like set up their like study spaces and they have their studying techniques um, as a way to procrastinate from doing the study. Yeah. It's like if I set myself up, I'm gonna like get it get it all done. But they spend more yeah. time on the setup than the payoff. It's like, oh, it's it's ten past eight right now, I'll wait till eight thirty. Yeah. And then eight thirty comes around and it's eight thirty one. Oops. Yeah. Gotta wait till nine. Nine's a better time anyways. I do that sometimes. It's like, dude, chuck on your headphones, listen to some like instrumental music, whatever. My my pick is always house music. Mm-hmm. And just get on that computer and, and do it. Tip tap it away. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Nike who. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, that's really great advice, and thank, thank you so you. much for coming on the podcast oh, today to discuss me. all exciting yes, things yes. about your life. I I'm so excited to see yeah. where you go because I just I know the world is waiting out there for you. Oh, it's your thank oyster. You, thank you. <laughs> yes. Of course, you can catch Elle on the normal show, mm-hmm. um, which is on Talkspace Z Digital or on Z Digital yeah. called Talkspace from seven to eight pm on mm-hmm. Wednesday nights. Uh, but have you got anything else to plug or to share? Mm, anything fo- on your mind? Yeah, follow the Instagram. It's uh, Theatre Punk Co. I think there's a dot, dot at the, the end. Co. Yeah. Is it before oh, the co? I think it's after. Oh. oh, God. I don't even know the Instagram. Imagine you get your own one wrong. Oh. It's theatrepunk.co. Dot co. Okay. You might need to do some. It's But then in the um, in the name, it's mm. theatre, then punk, yeah, which is being yelled capitals, at me in capital yeah. letters. Co dot. dot. Just Social making yourself confused. Branding. Oh my god. Uh, what else do I have to plug? Oh well, we have a um, a little work at the end of the year. Um, part of a program that I made. It's called Punk Shocks. 
it's uh, like an annual sort of play reading Ooh. program. It's like super chill. Um, Spring Hill Community Hall, December 10th to 11th. I'm doing like a, a reading of a play that I've been writing um, all this year called The Muses. It's about women in art history. Um, very feminism, very slay. Um, and we're doing like a reading of it and then like a live sort of development workshop because um, I want to let people in on the process of how like a big play is written and developed. So come along. Tickets are like super cheap. That's yeah, actually awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm feeling so inspired now. Oh, I gotta I'm go glad. start my own business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right as well. Thanks, team. Talk a Space approved extension podcasts are out every Friday morning, mostly, unless Ella is studying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Thank you. We're bringing you chats about what it's like being a uni student, uni music, and the world of pop culture. As well as giving you longer interviews with your favourite uni artists. Listen in every Friday morning on your favourite podcasting app.